Hi folks and welcome to episode 9 of the CP Sport Fitness Podcast and today I'm going to be discussing all things 75 hard. So I'm going to talk about what the challenge is, where it's came from, where it originated, what made me get involved in it to start with and then also just how it affected me, what I learned and then what I'm going to take in to my next challenge and future challenges going forward. So if you've never heard of it, um, I, I wouldn't blame you, it's pretty mental, but if you've never heard of it before, the 75 hard is a self-discipline challenge um, where you must complete several tasks during the day in order to pass. There's no substitutions or swapping things out if, if it doesn't suit your, your plan or your routine. The rules are very strict um, and it's set guidelines that you need to follow in order to pass the challenge. So, at first, you may think it's a, it's a sort of fitness challenge and it's, yep, 75 days because two of the, the main things or one of the main tasks is to complete two workouts per day. And when you see that, you might think, oh yeah, this is, this is a fitness challenge and don't get me wrong, there's a lot of physical activity and movement uh, involved with the challenge, but it's not solely about that. It's definitely more a, a self-discipline challenge can you stay disciplined for 75 days, which I found out is quite a long time. Um, I hadn't really thought about it going in, but it's definitely a longer a longer time than what you might actually give it credit for. So I mentioned there one of the one of the sort of checklist items you need to tick off is two workouts per day. Um, the criteria for a workout is it must last and also one of the two must be outdoors. So obviously in, indoors is gonna be sort of anything you can do either in the gym, in the home, I did a few home workouts uh, throughout the time. Um, and then outdoors you could do run, cycle, if you're doing an outdoor swim, walk, whatever it might be, as long as it's outdoors, it, it counts towards it. One of the other things is to read 10 pages of a book. So this book must be a sort of self-help or just, just at least a, a book that is going to develop develop you and educate you so something about finances or a business book a self-help book mindset anything like that anything that's gonna when you take in the information when you absorb it you're going to take good value from from it and it's going to you know impact your life somehow so 10 pages of a book you've also got the sort of two dietary not three i suppose dietary so our checklist items are to drink a gallon of water per day, which I'll get on to, but I would say is, is the hardest one out, out of the lot. Um, follow a diet, so there's no criteria for which diet you must follow, but you can pick anything you like. So if it was intermittent fasting or keto, or if you want to try vegan something, you must stick to some sort of diet. Uh, personally, I stuck to calorie counting, so I set myself goals for calories and macronutrients and I stuck to them um, and, and hit them throughout the full course of it and the other ones no cheap meals and no alcohol so obviously cheap meals is a cheap meal um, I hate the I actually hate the, the phrase itself just speaking generally to general people um, just to the average person I wouldn't say that a cheap meal should be something it should be labelled as a cheap meal but for the sake of this challenge um, Cheat meals always to, to make sure that you're not just binging on things that 
things and things that you shouldn't be. So I avoided all, all takeaways and fast food. You know, there's no McDonald's, no KFC, anything like that. Um, so I completely cut that out. And then no alcohol, obviously, as I said, no time. No alcohol, no drinking. In sort of isolation, and then also take a progress picture as well. This almost caught me out a couple of times, but on the app, when you sign up for the challenge, you get asked for a quick friend of an app, um, which is five pound, and then you log everything you do on there, um, and then as part of it, it's a checklist to tick everything off, um, to put you up for the photo as well, and tells you make a picture. So, those, those are the sort of items. Um, and when I first started the challenge, I think, like many people, I probably underestimated it in the sense that the, the challenges themselves are actually fairly straightforward. There's nothing like create like there's nothing crazy difficult. And when you think about two forty-five minute workouts, you'd say the average person probably goes to the gym for more than forty-five minutes anyway. And then, you know, what's a forty-five minute walk? But as I found out very quickly into my journey, it wasn't as simple as what it may seem on paper. And when you actually accumulate everything together, it can be quite a struggle. And especially when, if you're like myself, you've actually got quite a lot going any on anyway and you're quite busy, trying to fit into 45 minute workouts is a bit of a struggle. So, okay, I get into how I managed to fit all of these these rules, these regulations into my, my sort of daily routine, into my life and how I think that um, you guys could, maybe if you're thinking about taking the challenge on, if you could learn from my mistakes going into it, um, that'd, be, that'd be wonderful, it'd be ideal um, because I know there's certainly a few things that um, I will sort of learn from and take forward um, from, the, from the challenge. So I'll, st I'll start with the big one, I'll start, I'll start with the two workouts. Um, during the challenge, the way I sort of came at this changed slightly. So for the, I would say the first sort of three quarters or so um, of the challenge, it was very much a, we're going to go to the gym one day, and jump to the gym for one session, and then we're going to go for a walk. Um, for the most part, that was how it went. Um, so I, obviously, myself, my personal trainer, so was in the gym quite a lot, so... It worked well for me, obviously, just so I'm either in between sessions or before and after clients, I could, I could fit stuff in, and because it was forty five minutes and, and not, you know, if it was ninety minutes just for the gym workout, it might have been a wee bit more of a struggle, but I was able to actually fit that in, quite well to my routine in terms of being at the gym, um, and then obviously, with the outdoor workout, um, I, originally my plan was running, um, obviously got quite a lot of background in running. And to be fair, a few times I did get out on runs. Um, so I just I would say maybe more towards the start of it, and then I, as I sort of got a wee bit more into it, and it became more of you know this is really happening now. The sort of outdoor workouts became more walks, um, which is fine. I'm not I'm not bending the rules at all by doing that, but um, it, it definitely I got into the walking because big reason for that, to be honest, was because I started listening to more audiobooks and I found that when I was running, I just, because I felt like I needed that wee extra bit of motivation and an audiobook maybe doesn't give you that as much as what 
you know, music would, or if you were running with someone, having a chat with someone. So I found that in order to absorb the information, I was actually trying to learn from the audio book. Walks were a lot better for me, so I sort of paired the two up, um, and ended up taking on more walks. And that's just, I just a wee side note as well about the reading. You had to actually physically read ten pages of a book to go into like there's no like audio I, everything I listened to when I was out in my walks and that none of that counted towards the challenge itself. That was just simply because I wanted to learn and I wanted to improve. So just in case you think that's not actually part of the rules what you're talking about, no, I I, I totally get that. Um it's just uh, I fancy doing that as well. So the the workout wise, like I say, for the first sort of three quarters, whatever of, of the of the challenge, that was very much how it went. Um, and then th- there just became a point, so I made my own sort of training plan and stuff. Um, and it was it was going fine to be fair. There was nothing wrong with it, but I did just get a wee bit bored. Um, and I, and I, I fancied a bit of a change to be honest. There's not much more to it than that. Um, and obviously because you're not, there's no days off, there's no rest days at all. Um, found that after a good what fifty odd days in, sixty days, um, I, I was getting very bored of, of, of the same sort of thing, and I, I wanted a wee change, not something crazy drastic, but just something else to sort of give me a wee extra boost again towards the end. So I got myself a coach, um, Angus Waldman. You may have seen that she shared some stories, um, sort of sharing the sessions that I've been doing, and I've really enjoyed that so far. Um, working with Angus, so so I started that towards the latter stage of of the sort of block, um, and then alongside that, started running a wee bit more as well. So got more back into you know five k's, um, and then going either longer walks or just going for for sort of runs, um, and sort of more football stuff as well. So there was a towards the end, there was definitely a lot more variation than there was at the start, and if you're thinking about it thinking about going on to variation and variety it's a must it's a it's a big must here because if you if you're on day 23 and you've done the exact same workout or very similar workout for three weeks and you've not had a day off and you don't get a day off you're gonna struggle and and you're gonna find it mentally obviously mentally it's ridiculously hard anyway but you're gonna find it extremely extremely tough if you're just doing the same same thing again so my big my big sort of point with that would be change it up as much as you can um whatever you're doing you're, you're going to be doing a lot of it so make sure that you enjoy it the, the worst thing you want to do is just think oh, not this again so make sure you pick activities that you enjoy and that you know i'm not saying every day you're going to want to do them but something that you do actually enjoy and like I say, variety, variety is key with the workouts. So the, the next point I'll touch on is probably the point I thought was the hardest out of the full the full checklist, which was to drink a gallon of water. Um it's I, I never I'd never actually worked out what a gallon was in terms of litres um until I'd read it and I thought, yeah, let's let's go for it. Um, and then I found out it's four and a half litres. So, if to put that into perspective, uh, if you don't know what four and a half litres looks like, if you're talking just a regular you know, plastic bottle of water, it's nine of those a day. Or if you've got 
you know, sort of the bigger ones, the bigger Volvix or Evians or whatever it is you, you drink, it's three of them. So I, I, I didn't really obviously think about it at first and, and I'd never, definitely never consumed a gallon of, of water before. Uh, so I wasn't too sure how it was going to work. Um, and what I found very quickly was that it's very difficult to do unless you actively go and do it. Um, you you must have some sort of strategy on, on consuming your water. If you don't, then you are going to really struggle to fit it in because unless you are just a bit mental and you just constantly drink water and it's all you drink anyway, you'll struggle to just fit it in if you're just planning on maybe doing it around meals and yeah I mean don't get me wrong you could do it but if you're sitting around the table and there's a group of you and you're just sitting neck in water then you're going to look like a bit of a weirdo so you need to actually sort of plan it out so that you're drinking you know throughout the day rather than trying to just force it all in in one sitting which of course happened a couple of times don't get me wrong um, more than a couple of times um, I found especially when I was, I was working later on, um, so I used to start work at six o'clock and I, I used to find that I would sort of put it off until then and then when I started work that's when I, I got the big sort of big chunk of it in, which I wouldn't really recommend to be honest, it's not the best of strategies. Um, so what I started to do to sort of combat that was have a sort of a glass or a bottle or something in the morning and just make sure that I have it before I leave the house. So it changed on day to day, to be honest, what I used, but whether it was just like a, a glass, a 500ml glass, or if it was one of the bigger bottles, obviously the more you get in at the start of the day, the less you've got to go during the day. So it's in your best interest really to get as much as you can in early doors. So there's less pressure throughout the day. And then of course, if you do it early on and you're in your house, you, you, you can use the toilet and, and there's no sort of dramas with that. Whereas I, Came unstuck a couple of times when I was out and I was I was trying to neck water in uh, or if I was in the gym or whatever and it's just a wee bit more of a, of a hassle but definitely uh, spent more time in the bathroom than, than what I'd, I'd ever done before because a gallon of water requires a lot of toilet time, trust me. So definitely plan around that as well if you're, if you're planning on taking on the challenge. You don't want to be somewhere where it's not really possible to be going to the toilet because trust me, I don't care who you are, you're going to need to go to the toilet a lot. Um, it was one of the biggest pains about the full thing was having to try and find somewhere. But, like, you get used to it, I suppose. So, yeah, water-wise, plan, plan timings of when you're going to have your water. If you, if you can, the more kind of structured you can be with that, the better. If you could actually set yourself even miniature targets in the day, it's like, by 12 o'clock, I must have had one and a half litres or... By three o'clock, it must have been over halfway or whatever it may be. Set yourself with targets and to help with that, my big top tip this would be get a water bottle. I paid like six quid or something for the, the bottle I had was 850ml um, and then just carry that all the time. If you, see if you've got it, you, you'll sip on it and if you make, make a habit of actually having it on you, then you'll find that you're much more likely to actually drink it than if you're just walking around and then you just finished or you just... If you were just finished working on your lunch or whatever and you were just sitting there. If you've not got it, there's not much chance you're going to get up and then actively go and do it. Whereas if you've just got it on you and you're sitting down, you'll probably start sipping away at it. And those are the sort of times where you do chip away at it quite well because you're not really 
thinking about it as much and they're not actively trying to force water down your throat which definitely happens during it so yeah that's my wee tip definitely sort of buy a bottle or always have some sort of bottled water accessible to you so next sort of point we'll talk about is more dietary stuff so um, if I start with sort of cheap meals um, what I was doing prior to the challenge was definitely far too many drive-throughs it's something that I sort of, I must admit I do sort of struggle with when the temptation's there going and you maybe think you're going to get something small and you see the menu and you see everything there displayed right in front of you and it lures you in it definitely does so one of the big things I wanted to cut out was going to McDonald's going to KFC going to anything like that and I managed to do so and it was a big sort of a big sign for me that you know it's possible to not 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 give in to these things um and then obviously as a result of that it, it sent sort of more of an emphasis on home cooked meals and making sure that yeah again same as the water planning what you're going to eat if and then this will tie in nicely with my target and um, my sort of calorie targets and sticking to my diet for the challenge planning what i was eating as well as drinking was essential if you don't do that you're gonna struggle um and it's something that even people that aren't on the challenge it's something i recommend doing if you're just looking to, to sort your diet out a wee bit having sort of a plan in place even if it is a rough guide of like you know like roughly what you're going to be eating whether that be what like if it's going to be a hot meal or a cold meal like if you then know what you've got in your fridge you can roughly know that like you don't need to know the exact measurements like down to the exact gram but if you know what you're going to be having for the day then you'll feel a lot more confident about what you're going to do whereas if you're rushing around if you're at work if you're rushing around in the weekends is another issue it can become a wee bit more hectic and you just you come in late at night and you're like i've, I've not eaten today and then in order to meet your goals that you set for yourself you're gonna need to eat, you know overeat at night time uh, and, and, and stuff yourself rather than actually feeling energized and feeling energetic throughout the day so yeah definitely plan your food and it will help a lot with sort of cheap meal aspect if you know what you're going to be having then the temptation to go and get food elsewhere is going to be minimized because you're going to have something you know that you'll be coming home to or you know that you've taken it with you for lunch or whatever and when you wake up it's been prepared the night before right so that's definitely my top tip regarding that alcohol i won't talk too much about because even you know prior to it it's not like i was not a massive drinker now really either so for me it wasn't something that you know massively played a role but i know especially like for younger people um it'll be something that if they do take the challenge on it'll be something that for for most people will probably be the hardest the hardest point um i was i suppose quite fortunate and i started the challenge when there wasn't much opportunity to go out things were still closed so due to covid so the temptation wasn't there so much whereas towards the end um like there's people like everything started opening out opening up nights out nightclubs open back up uh people's birthdays things like that so there was a lot more temptation towards the end but even still like i said I'm not, not the biggest drinker in the world so you know there wasn't ever really a point where i thought i was gonna gonna blow that part of the challenge because 
you know, like I say, it's just not a big massive um, massive sort of factor in it for me. Um, I missed. I said birthdays there. I missed my twenty first. It was during the challenge, and then obviously never got a drink of that. And to be honest, it never really bothered me that much. I know there's some people that, you know, that might be the deciding factor. They look at the seventy five days that they're going through, and they're like, what what is coming up? What can I afford to not drink at here? But to me, to be honest, it was very much a yeah whatever type thing. So that that was probably the easiest part of it for me, to be honest. Um, like I said, there is well the transformation photo. So. That was just literally a case of uploading a photo to the app every day. Um, it, although it's a very simple task, there was a couple of times where this almost tripped me up as well. Um, the, the, the sort of two main occasions I'm thinking of were, were when I was at work um, and I had to, to get some photos to, taken at work because I, I couldn't go home. Obviously, I was working and um, I, I finished at, my, my shift used to be that I finished at midnight, so... There's obviously no time to, to go home and, and after it there's going to be no time. So there's a couple of times I nearly get caught out um, and at work I had to, to sneak a photo in. But apart from that, that's pretty basic and pretty straightforward. So so overall, I would say the biggest lesson that the challenge taught me was regarding planning and making sure that no matter what, it actually is you're doing that day or what your goals are for that day you do have some sort of a plan in place if, if even if you know that you're not particularly busy see just sort of setting a checklist and setting time frames for you to complete certain tasks it makes a massive difference to, to your day to be honest it does because you find as well that on days where you maybe think oh i've not got much to do i'll just be lazing around you find extra wee things to do and obviously with the challenge including two workouts it can actually be a really good way for you to become busier say if you feel like you're in a bit of a bit of a slump and you're not really you if you are coming home for work or whatever it is and you're not really really doing much of course it's going to be hard and it's going to be a massive shift if you have to add in an hour and a half you know workouts in every day it's going to be you know tough that's the whole point it's meant to be there to challenge you and to test you and see how disciplined you can actually be so having the two workouts you can really turn them into a positive and then if you do something similar to what i did and you use one of them as a chance to learn and grow as well it, it only it only makes it more worthwhile um and it only sort of justifies the you know the setbacks and the challenges you're going to have along the way because don't get me wrong um i've, I've Probably up to this point, I've made it sound like it wasn't that bad. Um, there was certainly a few days throughout it where the last thing I wanted to do was, was read a book. Uh, you know, the, the, there was days, one day in particular, um, which was an absolute nightmare, to be honest, where I decided to go camping. Me and Eddie decided to go camping. Um, and on the way there... So this was what times we leave. We left quite late. It was the whole thing was a nightmare. We shouldn't have went, but we left quite late. Um, and we, and we were on the way there, so we're still about an hour away. I think absolutely chucking it down outside, pitch black, and realised, Calm, you've not done your outdoor workout and you've not read your book yet. Like, what are you doing? Absolute nightmare. So, 
then had to go there, get out, chucking it down, you know, soaking wet, big jacket on, walking around this campsite, trying to just get my workout in, walking around, and then also had to sort of set the tent up, and then after that, and then after we were all set up, absolutely soaking wet, had to go in the car and read my book, my, sitting myself in my car, soaking wet, right? And it's things like that where if I had a plan that day a wee bit better, and after the, you know, instead in the morning, instead of having a lazy morning, I actually got up and just went for a walk and you know, set myself up for the day. I would have been in a much better position than what I was come 10 o'clock at night or whatever time it was that finally actually got everything done. So, again, planning planning your times. Um, if you've got a lunch break or if you've not got a morning routine yet, I'll touch on that a wee bit more in a minute, but if you can sort of allocate time to complete each task it, it's such a it's such a huge plus um whether that be for reading a book it's it's obviously be a bit quicker than doing a workout reading 10 pages depending on the book but you'll be fine in 45 minutes i'd hope um so yeah finding time to, to fit everything in um is a must um we'll touch there obviously on, on morning routine that's became a massive massive partner challenge for me and it wasn't until I'd, I'd sort of realised how tough it was to fit everything in that I started, you know, trying to install this. Um, and I set myself sort of time frame of getting up at six a.m. and then obviously to make sure I got at least six hours sleep. I was I was getting to bed at least before twelve. Um, definitely trying to get in bed much before that if possible. Um, and then just making sure that I got up at that time just allowed me in the morning. Like I say, to get my get my morning water to kind of up my up my fluid intake for the day, and then also, um, I found going for a walk in the morning was a great time to set me up for the day. Um, it's it's weird how positive you feel after getting up early and, and being productive. Um, I'll talk about sort of my current routine, um, towards the end, but just having that sort of structure in place in the morning was really sort of game changing to be honest if, if I'd never sorted my mornings out and sorted my sleep out uh, I don't think I ever would have got through to the end of the challenge to be fair because um, like I say just it's, it sets you up to have that plan and then you can also certainly many times where I use that morning to then actually plan the rest of my day and I could sit and I could look at my calendar and I could see right how many sessions have I got today? Where have I got to be? Am I working later on? Um, have I got any sort of meetings or calls booked in, um, throughout the day? So then it can sort of help you plan out where you can start to fit things in, and if you can't fit things in due to the nature of this challenge, you're gonna need to move some things around. Um, and, and starting at the start of the day is the best time to do it, definitely. So have a morning routine, have a bit of structure. It's definitely sort of. My top tips for this. So so what did I learn? It was actually extremely eye-opening. And I've said that a couple of times. Going into that, I wasn't sure how hard it was going to be. I'd, I'd seen that people had said it was tough and it changed their life. And they couldn't believe you know the differences in themselves. Um, but I was still a wee bit sceptical, which I'd imagine most people would be. Um, if if they'd never really properly gave it some serious thought before, um, and I was skeptical, and I was like, 
fantastic. I'm a pretty active guy anyway. Um, how much is this extra wee bit of workout time going to do? You know, I like to take care of myself, so is following a diet going to make that big a difference? But I must admit that the changes I've found within myself after completing it are, are mental, to be fair. Um, the, the changes have been crazy, both physically and mentally, I'd say. Um, physically, I would say it's probably the best condition I've ever been in. Maybe bar where I was, you know, just before my 100k. But in terms of, you know, body fat levels and just general energy levels, I definitely say I'm, I'm feeling better now, without a doubt. Um, and then my mindset just now, if, if you've been around me or if you've, uh, so if I've spoke to you in the last few weeks or whatever towards the end of the challenge, that you'll know that just now, when I'm really positive. Uh, state of mind to be honest and, and things are going well and I'm using that extra energy that I feel the challenge has created and using it in a positive way and using it to learn and using it to help others and it, it's definitely just changed my outlook on life um, and it, when you realise that you don't get a choice with these actions and with that checklist it just completely changes your perspective on what your priorities are and what you want to get out of a day. There were so many days before where I felt like I was just sort of coasting through and drifting through, but no real ambition, no real goals. And don't get me wrong, before I was still productive and I was still fit and still healthy on, on top of things, but having these extra things to do on top of everything I was already doing, it just made me sort of realise how possible it is to, to work that wee bit extra harder and you, you'll hear sort of phrases and sometimes you can think oh what's he talking about but like go one more and just things like that and just like you know get, give even like give 110% just like old phrase but this challenge really taught me that that is very real and no matter how hard you think you're working and no matter how busy you think you are I can guarantee you there's more you can be doing whether that be in terms of exercise or in terms of planning your food and nutrition or whether that be in a relationship, I found that, you know, the challenge made me interact with a lot more people and I was working out with more people and I was speaking to more people just even about the challenge um, and people were reaching out to me and it was amazing. The support I got through it was amazing and I just felt that every, every area of my life has improved in some way, some more than others and I would definitely say that sort of in the gym as well, built myself up and I'm definitely a lot, you know, better and more kind of confident in the gym now because, like I say, the variety made me try a lot more new things and I was trying new workouts and new techniques and working, like I say, working with a coach and just that whole experience. I would never have had, a, I can almost guarantee I wouldn't have hired a coach if I never started the challenge and Obviously, that's not a direct impact of the challenge. Like the challenge doesn't include a coach, but the challenge put me in the mindset of I want to try new things and I want to keep on going and I want to keep progressing. And that's where the coaches came in. Um, and Angus, like I said, Angus has been great with me. Um, so, yeah, the physical aspect of it in terms of physique changes, like, don't get me wrong, like, it's not like I lost a tremendous amount of weight and I've also not gained a tremendous amount of muscle but just in terms of you know general energy and health and fitness 
it's I would say it's night and day for when I started to be honest. Um, following the hundred k, was in a wee bit of a limbo period and I was just sort of taking it as it comes. Which don't get me wrong, it was needed after the intense training I had in the build up, but. Uh, starting the challenge felt the right time for me. I feel because uh, it set me back on on the track to so uh, living a healthy life and just being sort of happy with myself again. To be honest, um, like I say before, like, it wasn't like before. I was in a terrible place or that. Not at all. Don't get me wrong, but I can guarantee you that following the challenge, I'm definitely better mindset, uh, more driven, more you know determined. To, to continue to make these changes that's the big thing it's all right doing this but if straight after a challenge like this you just kind of fell back into your, your old ways then it's it's you're not you're not getting the full benefit out uh, out of it even if you did lose a lot of weight or whatever it is you ended up doing if your mindset doesn't shift alongside that the challenge is, is pointless in a way that's like i said it's not a fitness challenge it's not about losing weight or gaining muscle or getting on your PB, those things will come and those things will happen, but just due to the you know the training and the way that you're actually looking after yourself and caring for yourself, but the sort of respect that you gain for your body and the belief that you, you build in yourself. Trust me, see when I completed that seventy fifth day there after um you know the day the, the previous day day seventy four was one of the, the genuinely was one of the hardest days of my life in terms of climbing the five in rows I did that day it was honestly I've not properly spoke about it and that's it's a story for another podcast but it was one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life without a shadow of a doubt um, and being able to say on day 75 yep it's done it, it was one of the it was a really proud moment for me if I'm being totally honest um, the the challenge had taken a lot out of me in terms of, you know, l- not losing sleep, but there was times where I was like just sort of struggling to fit everything in, and it, especially towards the end, like I say, I felt that sluggish way, and I had to change things up, and um, I, I was desperate to get it done, um, in the end. But, you know, probably on the contrary to that, I towards the end I did get into a wee bit of a routine of it and once I'd made those changes and I had my my sort of my coaching and I I had more of a an idea of you know when to take the water in how to sort of plan my day around that it became very much a a routine for me and I I was quite like I say looking back I was quite proud of how that actually had made me feel And, and reading has just became a thing where I couldn't imagine not reading every day now um, whereas before I'd had a good period of reading and then I stopped for a couple of weeks and then it was back on again. Um, but just the consistency that you build up through obviously repeating these daily tasks, it's, uh, it truly is life-changing and, and it creates habits that will definitely stick with you. Um, so obviously day 75 for me was last Monday, oh, I believe Monday was my last day. Um, or Sunday. It was one. It was the start. The start of this week, anyway. Um, yeah, it was Sunday. Sorry, Sunday was my last day, and I had obviously a couple of days after that. Um, well, the the day after it, obviously 
was sort of restriction free and it was my first taste of freedom um, for, for the last two and a half months or so and it was such a weird feeling so you not having the app to go to not having the checklist of things to go through it was it was so weird um, and it, it hit me on the second day after I'd had a McDonald's breakfast and a KFC that night it hit me that maybe I'm not done yet and maybe although I, I definitely feel that there's some changes in there especially like I say when it comes to reading and the sleep and things like that there's some things that have definitely stuck with me and will continue to stick with me. There's some things that just haven't clicked yet. Um, and sort of the nutrition sort of side of it and the, the, the issue I was having at the start still sticking with me. So I decided that taking on phase one of the challenge was sort of the next next stage for me. Um, so that's where I'm at just now. Currently on day two. Started yesterday. Um, so phase one of the challenge is a 30 day phase so there's three 30 day phases following the main 75 day um, so this one it's got the exact same criteria as 75 hard plus you've got 10 minutes of dedicated visualization you've got to complete three critical power tasks and you've got a five minute cold shower um, now I'm not going to touch on this too much because I, I want to go into that I, you know what I, I want to cover phase one as a whole and um, once I've completed the phase but basically the 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 first two I mentioned there, the visualize visualization and the critical power task and um, tasks and um, they've been they've been good so far the critical power task it's something that sort of sets you sets you up for what your day is going to involve um, and what you need to get out of that day in order to make it a success and last night was the first time I did the visualisation and I must admit I was surprised at the impact it had on me um, and the cold showers they, they do what they say as well the, the cold showers last couple of days have been tough but we'll see how um, I got on with them and like I say at the end of this phase um, I'll release an, another episode sort of discussing them three more in depth and how I found it's been adding them in um, but like I say everything else is still included so you know, I've still got my water intake so all those sort of habits and routines that I'd created and, and learned from the first time round going to get applied straight away here again so it'll be interesting to see if I can stick to my own word and actually apply those um, over the next 30 days or so so that'll be really interesting but yeah 75 hard look if you're thinking about taking it on um the main point I would say, the main sort of tip I would give is don't think about taking it on. If it comes into your head, sign up, say, yep, I'm starting. If if you give yourself a couple of days to think about it or I need to wait until the time's right, you won't sign up because it's not a challenge where there's going to be a right time. There was there was so much going on during that where, uh, for me, where I was like, oh, I shouldn't really be doing this, trips to London, trips to Wales, things where just the timing wasn't right, but you make it work and you have to make it work. And that's what this is about. No matter what environment you're in, no matter what your plans are, no matter who's around you, you must get these challenges done. So don't wait for the right time to get started because there is no right time. Make sure if you're thinking about it, dive head first in and get started tomorrow, get started today. 
don't wait because if you wait, you will talk yourself out of it because you'll realise that it's actually quite hard. Get stuck in, get started, and then uh, there's the option on there to add it to your story every day, um, add it to your Instagram story. Do that, Make hold yourself accountable, make people you know, involved in your journey, make people know that you're doing it so you feel that additional um, sort of motivation. That's, that's why that feature's there in the app, is to make sure everyone knows you're doing it and that you are pushing yourself, because that's what it's all about, pushing yourself to become better, become more confident, become more disciplined. So if you're thinking about it, go for it, get stuck in. And if you have any further questions about it for me, um, if you're thinking about it and you'd like to ask me um, anything you think I've not covered here or um, if you want a couple of tips as you go on, please reach out, message me, I'm more than happy to discuss it. Um, it's definitely something that I would love to you know, stay involved in in a sense and if, I, if someone's doing it, um, I'd be more than happy to kind of follow their journey and, and see how they're getting on because uh, it really interests me and I'd love to see other people's coping strategies and how they got on with certain aspects if they came across the same challenges that I did. So yeah, if you're thinking about it, go on, get stuck in. No one's going to force you to do it. It's all up to you to just get kick started, get stuck right in and go for it. This has been episode 9 of the CP Sport and Fitness podcast and one I've really enjoyed, 75 hard, um, really tough challenge but like I say, it's 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 changed my life for the better, absolutely, and I hope that you can go for it yourself and make these changes too. Thanks for listening, and I hope to see you again next week. Cheers.